Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. So you're taking a romantic weekend with your lover. Yes. What do you bring with? The Weekender Kit by Kama Sutra. Oh, that's exactly what you should bring with. I'll tell you why. Because I don't like when I go away and I have to bring a huge bottle of lube and massage oil and a candle. Oh, hell no. You bring this little weekender kit and it fits in a pocket. It's like the size of a deck of cards. And it includes everything you could ever want to enhance your foreplay. And Kama Sutra has been around since 1969. How do you like that one? And they are the originators of the oil of love, which is a kissable body treat i just tasted it it's, it's a combination of a coconut and pineapple it's delicious well they come in six different flavors so get ready for that mode okay and if you want 20 percent off your kama sutra order go to kamasutra.com and enter promo code mom m-o-m and you get 20 percent off that's, yeah that's awesome I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. Do you want to add world's horniest mom? And the world's horniest mother, according to a recent comedian that we just chatted with. He gave me a mug that said that that's all we're talking about. I'm so happy you're proud of that. I'm proud of it, but I'm also proud of my son, who's a stand-up comic, a mime, and a Buddhist clown. Thank you. Do you also want to describe me as a studious, nerdy, slender... What did you call me earlier? (laughs) No, I didn't. Studious and nerdy were definitely the adjectives you used. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. I just meant like compared to our, our... our, our guest of honor today. Our guest of honor is Derek Pierce. But before we even get into the, the episode, I want to just give you an overview to our new listeners. If you're tuning into Sex Talk with my mom for the first time, welcome. What do we do here, mother? We talk about sex, baby. Okay, that's a very obvious thing. Given okay, that it's we talk about sex, talk sex. With my mom. and the reason we talk about sex is because it's just not talked about in an, enough in our society today, and we have decided that we need to break down those barriers. We need to open up the communication about positive sex. Yeah, if we don't, if we don't talk about it. How the fuck are we supposed to have it? How are we supposed to learn about it? That's exactly right. Okay, so I guess we could have it even if we don't talk about it. But you're not going to have good sex if you don't talk about and it. And today is an example of good sex. Okay, so we have Derek Pierce on the show. Mother, would you like to describe Derek Pierce? I, I mean, first of all. I'm like sweating right now. I don't know if it was hot in here or what vibes were given off, but this guy is like literally the epitome of sex. He is if, dripping if a, with sex appeal. Dripping with sex appeal. He's completely tatted, if that's your thing. He's, a, he's it like what you would see and think, oh, that's a Casanova. Nova. Casanova. Casanova. Yeah, he's a Fabio. No, he. it's more than that because you can have a lot of guys that look like him. It's his personality. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, his personality is a sh- dripping with confidence. Okay, but he's not just a, an attractive man with a good personality. He is a one of the key porn stars out there today yeah he's one of the top 
there aren't too many super successful male porn stars because it's a hard gig and it was his birthday today and it was his birthday he decided to celebrate with us 45 years old he has been nominated and won several avian awards and uh ex-biz awards i mean he's he's a leader in this industry but beyond that he is an the author to the bad boy's guide to being a good man. Is that, <laughs> but what you're going to get in this interview is something that is intangible. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something, a little quick story. He laughed and I immediately thought about this is the guy I lost my virginity to. This, not him. Not per- him per se, but this was the reason <laughs> I lost my virginity. Why? Because of this. It's like I always like to say it's bedroom eyes, but it's more than that. It's like a smoldering sexuality that very few possess. It's nothing to do with, with actually being a, a porn star. Would you say I possess that? Um, I think that you... Fuck you. I think you're on your way. <laughs> I think you got a few tips today. And I, I did think, get some tips. Yeah, I think that you got a lot of tips today and um, that's what's going to be in your favor. Yeah. Were you funny when I just said fuck you? No, okay. you always say fuck you. I don't always say fuck you. Okay. I don't think I've ever said fuck you to oh, you. Oh, yeah. That well, might have been the first time I ever said fuck you, but it was said in a very loving, joking way. Yeah. It's fine. All right. Anyway, uh, okay. Th- this guy really gives a ton of tips related to talking dirty. Speaking of speaking, yeah. I mean, uh, he, he just listening to him demonstrate what it's like for him to talk to a woman in the bedroom is is a learning experience. It, you seem to have learned quite a lot, I, honestly. And the last time we talked to him three years ago, I learned a lot that I still use today. Yeah. Like it's, your favorite. Fucking my favorite thing. is don't. Focus on the triangle, nipple, nipple, pussy. Focus on everything else besides the triangle. And then get to it eventually. And eventually you get to it. But he's like, it's not a goddamn relay race. Yes. I mean, we get into the technical tips and how to have better sex. Well, that comes more in the Patreon No, part. we do. We talk a lot about this as well in this episode. Yeah, but that- you're right. If you really want the good stuff, I'm, we recorded an extra half hour that's all about tips for oral sex, going down on women kissing he gave me a whole new perspective on kissing i cannot recommend this patreon bonus episode enough i mean i think you can join our patreon for like five dollars yeah something really inexpensive and it gets you so much great uh content and usually the best content comes at the end of our interviews and that's when we record our patreon episode so you definitely want to be a patron and just now i realize that a lot of people might have had trouble finding us before because we were labeled as adult content which we really aren't we're more educational <laughs> and especially if this is an educational kind con- i mean we're, well, yeah this we're is talking very about adult themed we're talking about adult <laughs> issues but in an educational respectful way i would have fucking if i were fucking who knows what they were preventing 15 year olds from coming on here if i were 15 and i listened to this i would be over the moon because i i'm actually learning about people having real talks about sex yeah and especially if those kids are having access to actual porn on, on their phones and everything else they need to have the flip side to, to hear what it's really like to have good sex and that's what we're providing totally well, so and so you just go to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom in addition we have a little contest going you should by the way be able to go to dot com and just search for sex talk and you should see it comes right up sex talk with my mom but this is the, this is the whole okay so a couple episodes ago do you want to reference whatever episode that was where you decided to take I think it's pot infused blueberries and get in cam and, gets high on valentine's day I think is what it's called 
Well, eat by eating edibles, I'm freaking out. But anyway, we that thought... That was a different episode where oh. I, got, I ate edibles and had diarrhea. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so he, Cam's did... high on Valentine's Day, episode 183, and uh, Cam has diarrhea on edibles <laughs> is episode 176. I'm sure everybody's so weed dying become, to hear those. I, I've tried to start exploring using weed, and uh, it's been quite an exploration. Anyway. So the, the, the contest is, the challenge is, is that if we can get... We are halfway there. We're about 24, 25 patrons right now. If we get 50 patrons members, we will do a podcast episode with both of us eating blueberry infused. Well, is it blueberry infused? No. Pot infused. <laughs> blueberry blue- infused pot? Yes. No, pot infused blueberries. Yeah, you know. That, if you listen to that episode, you will see it does crazy things to my mind. I don't want to do this. Yes, you I, do. I, I, there's a part of you that does. No, there's a part of me that, that would so, love the patrons the pat- for joining our, our page. And okay. I would be over the moon. Oh, they're going to force you to do weed. I don't... You think I... What? You, you're, you're, you're saying... You're like waving me off and saying, don't say that. Yeah, I don't want okay, to... Okay, I consent to this. I consent to this. More than consent. You think it's going to be fun. Just admit it. No, don't, don't put it's words gonna, in my mouth. It's right. not going to be fun. Stop trying to cut me off. I'm cutting you off because you're going to think... Oh, all these patrons are gonna. All these people listening are gonna be like, "I'm consenting oh, to it. I'm consenting Cam's to the challenge." Mom is forcing him to eat blueberries. Well, just that's to get kind th- of what's happening. No. I did not agree to this before we talked about it on the show. You, you just a, came up with this idea. Are you in, a, in agreement now? I I will agree to doing this, but well, I, I think want, it will I'm be funny. Cut the whole thing off. What? If you don't want to do it, then I we're think not it will be funny. It. I definitely think it will be funny. All right, okay, but it's not my here. first choice of what to do. A with who I get high with, and B. You know, I, I would not choose to come into a public venue high as fuck. Yeah, well, you're going to come into our it podcast. It will be funny. It will be very funny. So, and I would really love the patron support. Okay. Yeah. Can I, I would also like some support on, on <laughs> iTunes? iTunes. Yeah, I'd like some support there too. We And we've been getting some incredible uh, iTunes reviews. I would love to read one. I'd love to hear it. So this is, the subject line is the best five exclamation points with five stars by Shiki Butt. I love Cam and Karen Lee. They make the best combination for great conversation. I really enjoy how comfortable they are in the depths of their conversations with their guests. They ask the best questions too. I've always had the problems. I've always had problems talking about sex. I really don't know how I found this podcast, but I'm so glad I did. Maybe I can work through some of my own hangups by listening to you too. Thank you. I'm your biggest fan. I listened to you during my last hour at work and I giggle and laugh. Love it. Shannon. Shannon. Shannon, I literally like got tears just out. And do you oh. see? I got tears in my eyes. Yeah, I see that you're yeah, getting very I'm, emotional I'm about this. Up because I'm so this this is what gives me such joy is when I make a difference in people's lives and and, and that they get a kick out of and, our our bantering. And this is our goal to have great conversation, you know, that reaches depths that where we can actually learn and get to stuff that we don't typically talk about in day to day life. In this episode, and also today. laugh and, oh. and keep it lighthearted. We we laughed today, and we kept it lighthearted, and we got into depth. We got the whole range of emotions here. We got the gamut. So I appreciate you guys leaving those iTunes reviews. If you haven't, please, please, it takes five seconds, and it, it really helps us out. And uh, and if you want to text us, 
uh, for our morning after show. You can text or leave a voicemail at Yes Text Mom. We are re- happy to read those and play those and comment on those. On Monday. On yeah, Monday. we'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode about Derek and what he says, because he says some controversial stuff sometimes. Yeah. And I would love to hear just you know if you, it, yeah if you thought these tips are good if you have different tips to share if you have contradictory opinions if you get really excited from hearing the episode because i certainly was Jesus were you Christ. at all zero oh wow <laughs> you weren't sitting next to him i was <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyway it was pretty quiet pretty i think it's because you impressive. were reliving your whole fucking virginity loss story that i, I, I had no <laughs> clue about that during this whole experience everything he was saying was stuff that this guy had said to me i was like i was i was like how old was i like 18 years old and he's like saying the same stuff that unbelievable that big d over here well big for d many has reasons been tra- training me i think i'm gonna start using some of these things i and think obviously everybody my should. own my own way all right thank you we need to start this show and let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the le- losing of your virginity stories. What? I was close. It was fine. You could have just said, in losing your virginity. With big guys like D. Or big D. Or the big D. You just, you don't need to keep going. You just, it's just one simple rhyme. I know. I just seem to get it. Whatever. Stay tuned, guys. If you have better communication up front, then it makes those harder conversations to have easier in on the backside. Like if we're talking about of things course, like of a sexual nature, yeah. things like that, it, it just makes it easier because you have a different connection. Okay. And it also comes when you first start talking to women. Uh, another thing that I cover too is having conversations with women. A lot of men in, in uh, normal social settings we don't have normal casual conversations with women, right? Right. They don't know what to say. So let's start with, yeah. let's start with how do you have a, how, let's say, let's start at the very beginning. Say you're uh, a shyer guy mm-hmm. and you enter a bar, you see an attractive girl at the bar. Let's, can you step by step walk th- us through what Derek would do if you wanted to educate a shyer guy as to how to approach a, a woman of any age? Well, I, I would say the first thing is nobody ever goes to a bar alone unless you're a, a heavy drinker <laughs> and you already at the bar. Um, I, you know, I don't see Cam going to a bar by himself. On I, the I rarely go to bars with anyone. <laughs> social setting. I doubt you go right. to a social setting by yourself and right. just run around random. So yeah. assuming Cam has a I guy. did go to a bar by myself uh, two days ago, though. I. Uh, there just had to, be a just to eat for happy hour because uh, it had okay. cheap happy there hour. There was food. a purpose. Yeah. Right. I felt weird going to a bar for food. Right. But. And and so I would always say that there's going to be strength in numbers. The difference between the way women roll to an outing for the evening in men is men roll, let's use a, like a little bit of like a military thought process. Men roll in like a, a spotter sniper style, right? It would be like Cam and myself. Spotter sniper. <laughs> Who's a spotter? I'm guessing Cam. Either way, either way, <laughs> either way. I don't see Cam as a sniper right from the get-go. It could Thank be. you. <laughs> well, if you have a good spotter, it's pretty easy. Okay. But women roll in like a platoon style, right? <laughs> so you guys got one face in the front, the sides. You got somebody who's a general, somebody watching <laughs> the back. You know, you guys are a whole conglomerate of activity. Okay. So men roll in smaller groups. All right. Let's just say there's two of you. Two guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I. 
You and Cam, let's just do that. You would always have to engage the group, which is what a lot of men have a problem with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a big <clears throat> problem with this. Yeah. Not, not, I don't have a problem with the idea of it. I right. have a problem ac- executing that. Why, yeah. Cam? Why? I'm well, terrified. Why? What's the worst that can happen? You get rejected. And so? It feels yeah, it's bad. easy for a woman to say. No, no. It even fucking if, feels even horrible. If, even if you're a woman, it's not great to feel... Uh, women have a tendency that, to not feel rejected in public the way men do. Yeah. No I, guy is going to reject a woman outright like the nope. way a woman will look at you we, and be like, uh, yeah. no, <laughs> excuse me, get the fuck away. Well, if you're listening to the floor agreements... The third one, do not take anything personally, yeah, has to apply. And you've got to have a mindset but shift. But it's it is so personal. challenging. It's not Bob. personal. It, it it's not personal to the, to the person who is giving the dismissal. <laughs> it's personal <laughs> yeah. to the person who's receiving but I've it. But been on the, uh, I've been on the, the other side. I've been on the I walk up to guy's side. Okay. And if a guy rejects me, I don't take it personally. And how do they reject you? By e- they could say, uh, you know, like... Uh, I have a girlfriend or I can't talk right now. I'm busy. Or yeah, this is not so, the same. So you've been in a social setting and a man said, I can't talk to you right now. I'm busy. Yeah. What um, social setting was this? Also, I'm, how I, often does this happen? Never. Not I, recently when I was single, I would no, literally walk asking, up to guys and I would start talking to them. So this happened multiple times. That I was rejected? No. <laughs> so it happened one time <laughs> happened that you one remembered time that 20 I remember years ago. Somebody was on the phone and didn't want to talk to me. The so fucking nerd. The other perspective is, is that 99% of the times you approach yes. women in, in, in a group and you yes. they were like, no, sorry, we're just doing our let own me, thing. But let if me, you really, really think about it, I know both of you guys have been rejected and it has hurt, but if you really think about it, can you take anything personally? No, I and I recognize, oh, the woman... From it, a cerebral, cerebral point. I know in theory, but in the in the animal side yeah. of me that's like just feeling, no, it does not feel good no. to go up to and, someone. And let me set the stage for you, which is a little bit different, okay? If you drive up the courage to come up and speak to me at a at a social setting, let's we'll say it's a uh-huh. bar, okay? And you come up to me, the music's banging, I'm talking to Cam, and you say something to me, my knee-jerk reaction is, I'm sorry, what? And then you say what you said, we have a few words, we get to the point where you are expressing some sort of interest, and I very politely might still talk to you, and tell you that I have a girlfriend and that I'm not really available, and yeah. then continue to talk to you, yeah. because men do not dis- dismiss women. Now, reverse the genders, Sorry, got a man. Bye. That's that's how m- most men get talked to. Yeah. Or you start talking to me, and then your girlfriend, who nobody's talking to, comes over and is like, "We're on a girls' night," and grabs her by the wrist, right, and you're like, right. "Sorry," yeah. and that's it. That and has we, happened to me yes. so many fucking times, and we get left now. Yeah, I would agree that that is a definite uh, now keep in difference mind. between the men's well, reaction I, and the girls. But I I'm, will say though, also, I have friends who might not be considered like the most beautiful women and they are not treated the same way where like a man will just like kind of like just you know enjoy a conversation with them they, sometimes men are dicks and will be like no That's fuck so this few. girl she's too fat or something like that and so few and far between i don't know i, I i'm just putting that out there uh, no, i'm sure there are you. listeners who are, I'm sure it's who are like fuck i'm a woman and i i when i talk to guys some, sometimes they fucking reject I've had too. many girls who come and talk to me and I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm going to date this girl. But it also doesn't mean that I'm going to be rude. Yeah. Okay, so, so aside from who's going to be, some women it's the way you're rejected. Like and yeah. We're discussing the way that people are rejected. But let's like let's let's do on the educational side. Let's yeah. assume that the person is amenable to a discussion. Right. Amenable? Amenable. One of those two. Either way. Either way. There are any let's one of those say, cool words. Let's yeah. just say... Derek and Cam 
walk up to a female that's attractive. She's in a group of people. What's the next step? I'm much more of a... <laughs> I was going to say stalker, but that has a very different connotation. Yeah, that's not I'm much that. more of a predator in that <laughs> mindset where... Well, that didn't sound good either. Okay. You're going I downhill like fast. Yeah, I'm not going to work this I'm one out at all. I'm serial killer. I'm screwing myself on this one. I like to take my time and find out who I'm going to talk to. I don't just see one hot girl across the room and then beeline for that one girl. Oh, I like, no, you do some I scoping. I like to see who she's with. I like to see uh, the company that she's keeping. I like to see what, how they're interacting. Oh, wow. I want to watch. I want to watch. There's a whole see. filtration system going on. Well, yeah, I have to because I don't know if she's there with a the guy. You know I know. I mean? That's a terrifying and, feeling, too. And I don't know if they're there for, for somebody's birthday party and they're having a, a private moment. I don't know any of those things. So I want to watch. I also look for eye contact. I want to see if she's going to notice me. Oh, yeah. You know, so I will You're looking get in for there. body language. Yeah. And I, w- I will get in their line of vision and see if there's any sort of eye contact going on between the two of us or anything like that. Um, but you have a lot of confidence in yourself um, based on... I do, but I get nervous, too. Nobody wants to be shut down. So for the listener, Derek looks like the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a tattooed fucking badass. Yeah, I don't know how to, you were describing all of your uh, your martial arts arts uh, yeah, experience. Yeah. I mean, you would but you look I, like I a martial artist. But I imagine that that could sometimes work against you, whereas women that are can. Women uh, scared of somebody like that looks like you do. and intimidated, and they might want someone who looks like Cam. What what happens? I know I, I have a feeling when he said that. By the way, like uh, you know, that you you kind of make eye contact and see how it works. I have a feeling. I sometimes sometimes I can make eye contact with uh-huh. people, but um, it, usually I I think the eyes just glance like real fast past me. I don't think there's a lot of just sitting and making eye contact. But with you, I feel like you're a fucking you're a piece something to look at. You know. Wait, can I just say something? Not every woman wants a Derek, and not every woman wants a Cam. Okay, no, I'm so, sure. That's why I think you guys. It he's notable, from, though. This is very notable. He's notable. Like I would go out with one of my single friends. She would always go after the Derek Pierce. Hmm? I would go after more of the. I don't, I don't want to say Cam. <laughs> my mother. <laughs> I'm doing a hole. You might as well join me in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would go after the less bulky guy uh-huh. because it's just like a, you know a that's certain, just what your your eye catches I'm, i get it it's it's almost like i know that the chemistry is going to be better I, i'd be less intimidated maybe by the guy that's all about jacked up because i'm there's not, something for yeah. everybody right. and and i and i get that and uh, what normally happens for me is i get the uh oh god look at this douche Look at this asshole. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's tattoos. it. I hate to say that, but he that's looks like the, a dick. Yeah, and you don't he's know what he's probably a smart guy so and, full yeah. of himself, uh, which I am, which is that's fine. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know, and so I get these predispositions, but we all do that to each other yeah. anyway. They're going to look at Cam and say this guy probably is, you know, college degree has some sort of job like that and, and ejaculates and, in thirty seconds. Maybe, I'm in. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, pretenses that we put on people by visual just the interactions. Quick yeah. Okay, which so is pretty okay. interesting because you you do you're kind of the uh, you play the contradiction 
because you have Which a sensitivity helps. to you that yeah. well, he's would a just not go along with the Pisces. rough look it that you got going on. As soon as I say one three-syllable world, the girl looks at me twice and she's like, you know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'd be read. I learned some stuff. <laughs> you know? And so then we can have a decent conversation. Usually, because you were asking me about segues, usually what I'll do is I don't go to locations that I don't have like a steady spot, AKA like a table or something like that. I don't like to roam in those social settings. You'd like to go, like say you're at a bar, there's like a I bar like have a and table then there, there's or, some tables too. Yeah. You will go to the table. I'll go to where, where we're at. So you have to have yeah. a, a table. I got yeah. you. Like a, like, a table at a club. Or like something? if I go to a club or something like that, or even like some of the, the, um, the social bars that, that I hang out at from time to time. I like to have like a home base kind of area and then oh, I'll, that's interesting. I'll move from there. Um, Let's, I'm, I'm visualizing like a cheers type atmosphere where there's a mm, bar and there's some bar tables, like more of a, a little pub bit more atmosphere. Than that, but yeah, that not, kind of Not thing. a club because I really think that causes yeah. another huge dilemma with bottle service and lounge. all that kind that's of stuff. That's the word I was looking for. Like yeah, a lounge. Yeah. Yes. Like Forget a lounge. the lounge. I'm talking just a regular old neighborhood clubby, uh, neighborhood sure. cheers like bar. Sure. Okay. Um, so in those situations, I might look for to see where that person that I'm interested is uh, in regards to where I am. Wait, question first. Yeah. Why, Kim, why, why do you, you need raising, a home base? Why are you raising I your like hand? It. I'm curious. No, no cause I, think, I like it I think because it shows there's, there's, that you have purpose there. Yeah, because exactly. It ties you to something. Yeah, like, like I belong I'm supposed here. To, yeah, exactly. I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. This that's is my area. I'm not scared to take up space. Right. And so when that happens... Uh, I might see a girl at the bar or whatever. Um, usually I'm looking for something. Now I happen to be relatively in touch with fashion and things of that nature. So if I see something on them like red bottoms or Jimmy shoes, I, I'm very into shoes like fetishy wise. So, you know, I understand that, that all red bottoms are, are measured by, by the metric system. You Did, know what I mean? Wait. So when you buy them, you buy them by a metric measure. You don't buy them by... So you're looking at me like I know yeah. I've never had a pair of gym well, you're shoes just, in my I life. I doubt he would know anything about I, heels. He and, so I, I'm speaking he and I both to you. have no clue. You're <laughs> much more fashion sensitive. Um, so you, in other words, you just found a, a way to identify. If you find someone that's exactly. got a brand of shoes that you like, that's an yeah. easy thing. Or for or example, the shoes, the, uh, a girl can walk up and say something to you about your tattoos mm-hmm. or vice versa if she's yeah. got tattoos. Okay, quick clarification question. Yeah. When you say fetish towards shoes, are you actually talking about like a foot fetish or are you talking about no, just like shoes? Like, you just like, like, like shoes. My you idea just, of a girl dressing up for bed is is bring a hair tie and the baddest, sluttiest shoes you have. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, fuck what is it? What's going on with the shoes? I don't know. I just like the way women's legs look in heels. Oh, what about you? Heels, boots, something like that. I don't remember been with someone shoes yeah. oh, <laughs> you, that's that's almost my prerequisite and i have some girls that are like babe i don't i don't want to wear shoes over that they hurt and i'm like bitch you're gonna be upside down don't fucking worry about how comfortable they are and they're like oh okay oh, oh damn you know. um so, <laughs> both cam and i both like speechless yeah i'm what like well, i'm like trying to imagine the situation it's yeah. a, you have so not lifted wild. somebody upside down and had their high heels in the air well no just missionary their feet are gonna be up in the air how uncomfortable your shoes gonna be <laughs> i think it makes sense yeah, I, I had already envisioned you like Wait, lifting, lifting you some have... girl over over your head doing <laughs> like you bench imagine pressing. you saying that to someone that? no, that's a I fucking do. hilarious comment no, i say some of the most ridiculous shit here's the deal you can say damn near anything to a woman as long as they laugh i agree uh, laugh, and you're, you're a comedian you're golden oh this is golden. where i 100 percent agree with you yeah. because we have i have seen the most chubby heinous guys get the most gorgeous women because they're so freaking funny yeah 
You, you know too, Cam. It's, it's it, true. They there has get... to be an edge to the to the comedy. Yeah. And there has to be something uh, like some of the like the pickup artists. I hate to use their terms because I don't agree with pickup artists at all. I think thank they're, you, they're thank trash. you, thank you. Um, but they call it like negging. Yeah. You know. You like I don't, that term? Well, I because I, I just don't know a more precise way, yeah. another term to use. I don't want to insult her. But I do want to draw her into a bit of Maybe a bit of razzing her. or teasing, but it's it's all in good fun. It's never like you're fucking ugly, but I'll make an exception. Like there's not like anything <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? That doesn't work for you. Um, but it might be something along the lines of you know uh, her height or something. You know, and you don't have to be a dick about it. You know what I mean? But if she's really short, you can be like, what do you like four nine, four ten? I'm five one. Okay, of course you are. Anyway, you know what I mean? I'm 5'2", and I, take, I, I resemble that. <laughs> you resemble that? <laughs> no, that's an old joke. And all of those things are easy segues to develop a real conversation. If I notice her shoes, I really do notice her shoes. Yeah. Uh. Because I'm very interested in that. And I tell guys all the time, it's not a matter of of trying to find something stupid to say to them. Be genuine. Yeah. But in order to be genuine, you have to be well-versed. So you have to be relatively well-read if you're going to talk about something. You have to understand that concept if that's what you're going to talk about. And you can use the opposite end of that scenario in your favor too. You know, if if you happen to be uh, a marine biologist and I know nothing about marine biology, I'm like, oh my God, so what do you do for a living? And you're like, oh, I, I deal with like, a, you know, the, the way that the sonar works on a dolphin for echoing. I'm like, yeah, I don't know shit about that. Not a fucking thing. <laughs> but I'm interested and I'll just leave it like that. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, but you can tell me about it and I will pretend to act extremely interested. Let's go. <laughs> and now I have a conversation and now they can enlighten me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't act like, oh no, I know all about that. Yeah. And then try to match them with something that's cool too. You can really just have a legit conversation. But what I normally tell men is don't put so much on it. The truth is getting laid is fucking easy. Oh. That's the hard, that's not the hard part. Getting laid is easy. A girl decides very, very short time if they will fuck you or not. Mm. It's everything. You almost like, you know, if you ever had a teacher in school that's like, I'm giving everybody A's this year, you have to work your way out of the A. Oh, so day one, you start with an A. If you fuck up, you go to A minus. <laughs> if you fuck up even more, you go to a B plus. You will fail on your own. This is where it becomes good to be a mime. Where you, you say very little. <laughs> you have to be engaging. And it doesn't mean just ask a million questions. It means have a real conversation. And, and again, don't put anything on it. You might walk up to a group of girls and the one you're talking to might not be the one that you really want to talk to. But if you talk to two or three of them in a group, yeah. now you have an opportunity. You're non-threatening. So the first thing you need to do is you need to de-escalate you as a threat because most men, especially guys like me, walk up to a group of girls and they're automatically on guard. Like, what does he want? Yeah. And, and that's just men in general. What is your purpose? You know, are you just here to be nice? That's yeah. cool. You're talking to everybody. That's cool. You know, then you can have that conversation. Yeah. I mean, dude, if you walked up to me at a yeah. bar, I'd be, I would have the same reaction. Yeah. What does this guy want? Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, I would be like, oh, fuck. Is he going to destroy me right now? Yeah. Am I in the but, spot? But how would you walk up to another guy anyway if you wanted to start a conversation or if you wanted to make There'd a new no friend? There'd be no reason for me to start a conversation with a dude at a bar. Why? Why wouldn't you want to make a new friend? Just to say you I don't you need want, more guy friends. Uh, all right, let's say you needed a new guy friend. It would be similar. You you just talk about what's going on in your surroundings or the game on TV. If, it, you know, that's what I'm when men I talk. Men don't to, operate like that. I don't get that. 
We just don't. I know some guys that need more guy friends. I, I could use some more guy friends. Yeah, but you're not little, out at well, the bar looking for more guy friends. That yeah, has that's a totally right. different connotation. That's very true. I would love right. for Derek for you to take Cam out to a bar one night. Oh my fuck! You guys come, you come out we're, to my birthday on the. We're going out on the ninth. Oh shit! Yeah, that's that Cam's my birthday. birthday. We're going to be here in Hollywood too. Oh my god! Uh, at my boy's bar, it's right off of Sunset. All right, we'll talk about this. Yeah, yeah. And I can go on to Nina Hartley's birthday on the tenth. Well, you not have shared that information. Why? Oh, I guess you didn't share where you're going. So I didn't share where we're going, but it, yeah, exactly. it's going to be fun. Yeah. Anyway, thank um, you for the invite. This, I mean, yeah. I just like I, the reason I say that is I just would love to have this like video of Cam and, and Derek <laughs> yeah, that and is how such they a fucking, approach because that's I really, a hilarious idea. I think it's not only hilarious, but I really think that in that group of women, you're going to have that that girl who's like. I, I'm going for that nerdy, sensitive kind of guy. Nerdy, sensitive. Uh, kind I don't of know. Guy. Just like <laughs> <the> fuck. <laughs> Thank you, mom. No, no, not nerdy, but like you know, just more. All like, right, we get it. Like, Everyone like, knows. Like he said, more studious or something. What the fuck? Right, <laughs> yeah, not getting better. <laughs> more studious. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I live in a library. You just <laughs> put a pink backpack and high water jeans on him. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know. Can well, I, okay, I have two, two thoughts. Yeah. One is that I'm not great at meeting or, you know, going up to people and talking. Right. But I have learned recently that it, it, what you're saying about, like, just having something to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think for me, listening to my thoughts and actually seeing what I'm thinking, my mm-hmm. first reaction, I could use that no matter what it is to really to talk, to express that to the person, even if it seems dumb. That's been pretty interesting. Five second rule. Yeah, you just get, you just don't even think about it. Just fucking say it. And then you can, yeah. Derek, do you know what the five second rule is? Uh, Oh, I know the one from the. um, Not the one falling food on the floor. No, not that five (laughs) second rule. You're talking about the the girl who Mel does Robbins. all of the talks. Yes. Yeah. Five, I've, I've listened to a bunch of her stuff. Yeah. I five, forget her five, name. Five four th- Mel Robbins. I think. Yeah. Five she does the NASA round. countdown. Five four three two one. Yeah. Act that's exactly right. And I and that's where I think when you're walking up to women in a bar, if you do act on it instead of like let your thoughts go. Oh no, she's she's gonna she's gonna reject me. She's gonna do this and that. If you act on it immediately, yes, you might be rejected. Like. Maybe one out of because that could usually be the times. funniest thing also for yeah. you to say at least on stage for me yeah. when I'm not thinking oh is this the funny joke yeah. is this what I should be saying because that's what I've always done my whole life trying to figure out what's the funniest thing I can say to this girl right now to make her like me which is garbage because yeah, I look like a fucking psychopath so you what do not you look like a psychopath well, if I try to like craft a joke to fit to to yeah. oh. to deliver to her that's not going to be a funny or be normal well we used to go to the clubs all the time and everybody had their little tables and stuff like that if there was a girl at the table next to me with that usually was that I might be interested in talking to I would watch for a while and then see guys talk to her and see her like kind of dismiss guys or reject guys and then we kind of would be in each other's space without being in each other's space and I might lean over and say like does that happen to you all the time uh, and like what? And I'm like the guys after guys. Like you know, how many are you gonna dismiss? You got like a quota tonight or what? <laughs> and but see, I'm not hitting on her. I'm no, you're playing the psychologist. I'm only commenting on what I see. That is how my boyfriend got to me. Yeah. Because I would I was complaining about some guy and he he'd be like, you know, I'm a bartender. I hear these stories all the time and I don't get why girls let guys treat them like that. And immediately that was like, whoa, you know what? He gets he gets. And how he opened up he, the conversation without coming on as a threat. He wasn't coming on. Yeah. He was coming on as, hey, said, I'm not the threat. You have to de-escalate These other men yourself are. as a threat from the beginning. Once yeah. they realize they don't have to tell you no. Yes, because they don't want to do that relax. either. 
They right. don't want to do the rejection. Right. Yeah. It is hard to reject yeah. somebody. It's such an awkward fucking experience. It's really? awkward for everybody. <laughs> Women are just more seasoned at it. No, you think we are no, because you are. you're just going after a certain type of woman. But no. I would say that not every woman are like the kind of women that you're going after. No, you're making an assumption. I'm. <laughs> you're making an assumption. No, I'm telling you the reality of me going out and watching it. Women are way more seasoned at saying no, thank you and get the fuck out of here than men have ever been. Well, I'll put it this way. I would say this at different passages of your life. Like if you're single again in your 30s or 40s or 50s, you're not you don't really know how to reject men. So initially when I was single, so maybe you guys should all go after divorcees or widows. <laughs> I was single. I would be like, some guy would say, can I buy you a drink? I'm like, yeah, sure. And the next thing you know, I'm sitting there for 20 minutes listening to some random babble on and I didn't know how to reject him at all. But you know, and once you accept a drink, then you feel obligated for at least 20 minutes to talk to this person. Then as I got more seasoned, I would stop with accepting any drinks because I don't want to be obligated or Except, you know, not feeling obligated to spend my entire night with this person. That I wasn't would say the in. amount of times that I've rejected a woman compared to the amount of times that you've rejected a man is is disparagingly in your favor. Well, that might be true because men are seasoned or conditioned to have to be the aggressor and go well, up and, and talk to them. And that's why we yeah. end up playing the numbers. All yeah. right, let's go on to the numbers. Well, it's like, you know, do you want to dance? All right, fuck you then. Do you want to dance? All right, fuck you then. Do you want to dance? And we literally, and now by the time we get to the third girl, she's like, I just saw you talk to two other girls and they said no. So now I'm your third girl. I totally up. remember you telling me this when yeah. I interviewed you for my YouTube show. Yeah. So and that it was is not such a, a good move. It no. is. A, it's, but, but you told me that's what you do. Not me. Oh. I've seen guys you, do you it. You fucking scout it. No, you say, I this is the person I want to talk to, and you go. But there's also other patterns. So like if you kind of go through the spot and I have rapport with a girl right away, then I might not hit on them. I might have just had some sort of conversation as we're coming through, like maybe it's crowded, and then I say something to her, be like, I'm not trying to touch you, I'm just trying to get by, don't hit me. You know what I mean? But meanwhile, and, meanwhile you did touch her. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get by. <laughs> you know, but then they look at me, and they're like, oh, you're touching me, and I'm like, I told you before I did it, look where my hands are, like, you know, something like that. So now the next time I come through, now I have rapport with her. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. didn't ask her her name, I wasn't hitting on her, but I also am still free to work the rest of the room if that's what I want to do. Yeah. What you know, does this yeah. apply on the street if you just see or in a yoga class or something? Um it uh, why do you yeah. give me that? I'm just someone wondering might be a bit asking much. for a friend. I mean, asking for a friend. You know, what if you see someone attractive in yoga class and you're like, okay, well I it, go to it's yoga. The same here? thing as like hitting people on hitting on people at the gym that you work it's no out good. at. It's just a it's an awkward situation. You have to build a lot more rapport because you see them all the time. Yeah, you yeah. Be, and same thing in a workplace. And and even if a girl does like you, they'll be more inclined to tell you no because they're like I come here all the time. Yeah. yeah it's not worth the risk. Yeah, it's not worth it. So yeah. and the same thing, I, I feel like the same thing with um, the workplace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so you, so the, the place you typically meet people, you do do any online dating? I well, So also I, I wrote a chapter on online dating and so I was going through that activity as well. Oh, wow. Um, so I kind of hipped guys to a lot of things to look out for when they online date. Uh-huh. Um, like no-nos, like don't go off of their best pick, go off of their worst pick uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and read their profiles. Like, I mean, really read the profiles. I saw so many profiles that it's like, I'm single now and life is about me and I want to get out there and I want to meet people and I have two kids and the most important thing in my life and nothing comes before them. Why the fuck are you on an online dating? <laughs> you got everything worked <laughs> out. Don't fucking bother us with your bullshit. What could be more embarrassing than if you're going through security and they pull out this huge bottle of lubricant. Has that happened to you? No. 
But if it did, I'd be mortified. Is the reason it hasn't happened to you because you own the Weekender Kit by Kama Sutra? Yes, it is. Guys, Kama Sutra has got your intimacy and romance covered. Down to a small package science. It comes in a little tin that can fit in your pocket or a little purse. You pull this shit out, you're going to look like a stud or what? You're going to look like a stud because you're pulling out the Weekender Kit? You look prepared. Yeah, I would be impressed. If a guy came up with this Weekender Kit, I'd be impressed. I have the lubes ready. I got the massage oils. I got the the kissable oil of love. And you got a little feather duster with some fun little love dust. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about getting dust on your erogenous zones. Okay. Anyway, how did we get that 20% off then? Oh, you go to Kamasutra.com and enter promo code MOM for 20% off. Did I mention, by the way, that Kamasutra is a family-run company by a mother and son? That's pretty cool. Did I mention that Kamasutra has been making love better since 1969? 50 years. That's 20% off if you mention code MOM. Kamasutra.com. What a lie. When you were online dating, were you looking just to hook up? Or were you looking I for- was looking for research-wise. <laughs> oh, you weren't even... No, uh, I went oh, out on a couple dates and that was it just for the hell of it. By the way, he doesn't really have to hook up. I guess that's true, right? Yeah, if I'm not oh, fucking somebody's daughter today, I'm getting paid for it tomorrow. This is, this is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. So do you? Ha- what so benefit the, do you get from... The advantage of me doing what I do is now I get to be kind of like the girl in the fact of... When guys get ready to go out versus when women get ready to go out, women are deciding, are we going to have a girl's night tonight or am I going to try and get late? Because women getting late is just a matter of saying yes to the person they want to fuck. Yeah, a lot of people, again, are, some of our listeners are going to be like, uh, not, not my, my situation, but... The, for the most part, again, these are not specifics, but I would say for over, women, that happens more than men. Listen, there's a Jim Jeffries has the best joke for that ever, and he says that there's a reason why there are ugly sluts and not ugly man whores. Because no ugly dudes are getting pussy left, right, and center, but there are ugly girls that are getting dick no matter what. They might not be getting the dick that they want, but they're still getting dick. All right. At 2 o'clock in the morning, those girls are still getting laid. All right. So Those guys are not. Okay, so... So the difference between the two is so now we've established that women have a decision of what their night is going to consist of for the most part. Right, right. Men don't. Mm-hmm. If we go out somewhere in the back of our mind, we're always thinking, I'd really like to get late tonight. That's really what I'm going out for eventually. It's like, I want to go out and hang with my friends, but if there's a girl that's going to fuck me tonight, I'm absolutely going to fuck her tonight. Yeah. And it also, I mean, it must change your relationship to, to sex in general when, when you're choosing to have sex in the wild. Well, if, a, if you're getting like something sex completely in sex in the wild, <laughs> that could be your next book. Yeah. Um, so the difference is if a girl goes out with me and they're like, I'm just letting you know, we're not having sex tonight. I'm like, okay. So do you still want to go out or? Yeah, and they're like, no, no, like I'm telling you, you're not going to get late tonight. And I'm like, yeah, that's. I don't give a shit. I'm getting late tomorrow because I'm getting paid for it. (laughs) Yeah, I I think a lot of guys, a lot of my friends go out just to. Not a lot of my friends, but some of my friends go out just because they want to have sex, and they want to have sex because it's an ego trip for them. Like, oh wow, I have purpose in it. Deep down, they're thinking they're not thinking. Deep down, it's an unconscious feeling. Like I have purpose in this world because someone desires me and they allow me to have have this experience with them. Yeah. It, and it, it, does that still... Oh, sure. You still we, experience that. I think in, in, in some capacity, we all are validated by intimacy. That's, Whether so that's it's a, a physical great way activity to or it's an emotional activity. And you're not really intimate with your performers, your fellow nah, women. You're as intimate as you can be. But how intimate can you be in chain mail on a rock in the middle of a fucking ravine? 
Okay, say that again. I said, okay. how intimate can you be in chainmail on a rock in the middle of the ravine? Okay, yeah. all right. I exactly. see what you're saying. Speaking of that, because yeah. I really want to make sure we get to this topic and we could come back to the pickup lines and everything else. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about oral sex on women. Okay. Oh, okay. fuck. I have or, another... Or, wait, or before, before you do that, <laughs> come on. <laughs> we're, just, we're in a line of thought. You're going to jump I, in with this random ass question? No, well, I wanted to get to... Uh, I, there were certain things that I really liked about my last interview, and one of them was okay. concentrate on everything else besides okay, the okay, triangle. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. So you we'll go into qu- specific sex tips. Yes, but sex I want tips. Before we get there, I'm curious... Why, what is it then if it's not the intimacy that you're experiencing with your your co-stars right. that's driving you to have sex with them? Uh, what do you, it, it, why do you choose to be a porn star? I love women and I like performing. It's, but what is it about? Is it the, the camera work? Is it like... It's all of it. It's, it's an opportunity to experience somebody on a form of intimacy is the opportunity to uh, to act, which I really, really enjoy, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's contrite and stupid. Um, and it's the activity of, of just the, the whole thing put together. Like, I, I, I like the activity. Yeah, and, I mean, and the you're pretty fucking good either. at it if you're still in the game. Yeah, and, you know, I like to think so. Everyone we've talked to has said that you're, like, top of the league. Yeah, you got, uh, a, good, you got a good reputation among the other female porn stars that I have try, been but it, I, I think it's because I really give a shit. Like, I really care. I want them you, to be comfortable. This is what I was getting at. And, again, it's the same type of thing. When you told me last time you were very observational during sex, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to expound upon that a little bit? Um, I like to listen and watch. Like, so if I touch a girl a certain way and everybody's a little different, right? when you have sex with them some people like it this way some people like it that way and you have to always be observing and taking notes like oh okay well she held her breath when i touched her here and i pulled her hair a little bit here so maybe that will be you know what i mean you're always kind of like putting together a bit of a puzzle so it doesn't matter well because every every person yeah. is different yeah and that's when a girl if i have sex with somebody off camera a lot of times they're like, you know, wow, I'm, I'm nervous because you fuck all these porn chicks. And I'm like, don't put so much on it. It's not like everything you think it is. And I've never had sex with you before. So it's almost like starting over. Like I have an idea of what's going on, but I don't know you. You know what I mean? I got to learn true? you all over is, again. Is, well, think about think it, Cam. True? It's got to be because yeah. think about it. Not every girl likes to have her nipples bit. Yeah. And not every girl likes to have her ears licked. But yeah. maybe the person you're with, this this one wants this or that. Yeah. I do see myself doing the same sort of general things what? over and over again <laughs> yeah. that I've learned are, all right, that seems to be a general there everyone likes. There are some likes. go-tos for sure. All right, let's get the go-tos um, then. I mean, I would just say the same thing I had said before is that it's 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 always about time taking. A lot of men don't take time. They think like that that it's like some sort of game and that there's a clock and there's no timeouts. And if they don't get it all done in a certain time frame, they're going to lose. A hundred percent. And women hate the pressure of having to come in a certain amount of time. That's like the worst thing you could say to a woman is, are you going to come? And then she's like, oh, that immediately takes her way out of wherever she was. And so you got to start the whole time clock again then. My, my are you going to come conversations are very different than that but that's that's another topic no no uh, go what, what? <laughs> what what does that mean um so it was so anyway when you're starting you're you're creating the build-up and that's what most women want sometimes you know you want to quick hit it and all that kind of stuff but for the most part women want the build-up they want to be touched everywhere they don't normally get touched ah. you know they want to feel your hands on them starting from 
their hands up their shoulders down the center of their back. Don't just jump to the three points, you know, nipples and, and pussy and call it a day. Mm. That's that's not. This is what I like. The, yeah. The, don't do the triangle. Yeah. Nipple, nipple, pussy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not that. It's, it's you know, calves and ankles and back of the knee and inner thighs and don't touch things right away. You know, listen for that breath when you see her getting ready for you to touch her and then you don't. And then she's like, oh, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? Is it just a general massage you're going for? Or are you no, doing different touching. types of... I'm just exploring. I'm just like figuring out where your curves are. Is there know? pressure? A little or bit. Like a lot you, of pressure? You, you can... Some girls like to get the shit beat out of them. Other girls yeah, like yeah. to be touched very, very gingerly. So on a first meeting and the first experience, now I'm talking with a, yeah. a civilian. Yeah. Um, the girls that like to get the shit beat out of them, do, they, do you ask them right from the get-go or do you just start moving in that direction towards... I, I kind of know. If you if you pull a girl's hair and you see them, they start to hold their breath in, and you just do the, the slow grab, you know, through their hair and then you see them kind of arch up a little bit and they hold their breath a little bit. I'm like, this bitch likes to get her ass kicked. <laughs> you know, you just kind of know certain things. Now, again, to what degree is something different. You it know, it could be likes, scary to this girl. In the first just because she likes yeah. her hair pulled doesn't mean she wants to be right. thrown against the wall. And do you then say, do you want to do a safe word? Uh, I, I will. If, if I see they're going that route, I'll just start whispering shit in their ear about like, you know, um, I don't respond to stop and don't. I will respond to red. So if you, oh. if you haven't played like that before, that's how this is going to go. Oh, so. so you kind of make it part of the game. It's not yeah. even like a serious conversation like, hey, do you have a safe word? Nah, I'll, <laughs> I'll put it right in the middle of the touching and the hair pulling. Wait, and, can you repeat that again? What was that? Uh, I liked it. Something a- something about like stop and don't don't mean anything to me. If you say red, then I'll stop whatever we're doing and I'll make sure you're taken care of. But, red is the, the yeah, sign means Red stop. for me, is, yeah. is that's the one. But you tell me to stop, I think you're full of shit. You don't want me to stop. So if you really want me to stop, you'll say red. That's a bad boy thing to say. I can't. I, yeah. I just can't imagine Kim doing that. Lima bean is my lima bean. <laughs> lima bean is a safe word. I actually, stop, I don't respond to stop, but I do respond to lima bean. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't fit the vernacular, but I'm just that type of person. If a girl, I will go as far as a girl will let me go. I like to push limits. So that's what I was going to ask. You know, you kind of read the situation. It sounds like you're down for whatever. Yeah. Are you like, I mean, if you're excited about the going aggressive, is is the vanilla stuff more boring for you? No, it's still a lot of fun. Okay. Because I met a porn star a long time ago, and he's like, I was really into the the extreme type Uh stuff with fetishes and all that. And he said, I could not be with uh, a regular girl. Oh, no, I have regular sex. I can absolutely do that. Because, again, my investment is in the woman. The activity is just an extension of that. Mm. You know what I mean? My investment will always be in the female, you know, and my goal is always to leave her in a position where she's like, I totally want to do that again. (laughs) Yeah. So, whatever that That entails. Here's a question for you. Recently, someone asked me what my greatest attribute was in the bedroom mm-hmm. i don't know who said this to me i said did you, did you go comic with it <laughs> no i i you said did it no oh, Jesus. Uh, my 10 foot long schlong no i i said <laughs> i i said I'm, I'm pretty i'm very good at listening you know uh-huh. and, and figuring out like what the person wants and then she countered and she was like well maybe that's not always a great thing because you kind of take a if you listen there's a thing like listening too much sure and you kind of are not present and like you know, allowing your wild, you know, 
id uh, to, to run loose, you know, that animal side of you. Because sure. you're kind of just like in your head thinking, oh, is this right? Is You know? So maybe what he's saying is obser- uh, the observational thing. Uh, what, do, what do you think about that? I would say run the middle. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You it's need always to run the middle, middle way. It's, it's not every single time you hear something, you don't just pop your head up and be like, what'd that mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I need clarity. Yeah. Like, oh, I had a guy that was like, is that okay? Is that okay? Yeah. Is that okay? And it sucks to be asked if that's okay. And then the, the girl's going to be like, shut the fuck up yeah. or I'm leaving. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I also think you can feel someone else's presence there. And okay. if, they, if you see that the other person's just like stuck in their head trying to figure it yeah. out the whole time, that's not going to be fun, you know? But I'm also a, in, in, it's not a fair fight because um, I can say things that, or I will say things that most other men won't say. Yeah. Like if, if a girl's exceptionally wet, I will inform them. Your pussy's like really wet right now. So why wouldn't most other guys say something? Because maybe the girl's embarrassed. Most guys don't want to even talk. I remember the first times I was hooking up with girls, they were like, what's going on with the silence over here? And I was just like, I don't know what the fuck to say. So I'm just going to, you know. I just start saying, if she's really wet, I'll run my finger up her clit and just be like, that's all you. Look at that. And then I'll show them and stuff like that. And I'm it's like, It's a mental game for you. Oh, fuck yeah. Of course. Yeah. Sex is 99% mental yeah. anyway. Yeah, right? yeah. If I can mentally fuck you before I ever touch you, you're done. Like, that's yeah. done. That's what it is because that's, it's, it's developing a deeper connection. Yeah. And even if it's just for that time that yeah, you're yeah, there, yeah. that's what you're looking for. You're looking to, to put them in a relaxed state where they want you to push a little bit, where they want to, be able to close their eyes and not have to think about anything but what you're doing and what you're saying. Yeah, they want to be present. Yeah, they want to be in the moment. And feeling alive. Doesn't everybody? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. Like, is the, it's the best thing if a girl starts talking to us during sex? Well, I think I think it is. You know, Do you think it, it is? Yeah, yeah. And especially when it's not... Like, I don't need the porno talk. But when when they look back and they'll start to talk about just something like, I don't know, I can't handle it. I, you know, and I don't mean size with, I just mean like intensity of the activity. You know, I can't handle it. I don't, I, I just need to take my breath. Let me catch my breath real quick. And then you can play this game because now they're communicating. Now they're in that moment. They're not just waiting for you to finish. Yeah. I, I mean the fact that you're, I mean, you're a pro like I could, I'm at, it took me a while to even get to the point of being able to speak in a different register, right? Like in a more like hush, sultry tone yeah. in bed to be like, Oh, they're not going to laugh at me when I talk like this. That you know, it's not exactly how I talk in, like day to day. But even in the way that you were describing how you talk to women just yeah. now, your voice lowered. You know, yeah, and, because and usually t- I'm right in their ear. Right. So remember what I said before when I do my BDSM stuff, the cameraman will always tell me he's like, "You got to speak up," and then I'm like, "I'm sorry, man. I'm in my element." And he's like, "Well, your element needs to be fucking louder because I can't hear you." You know, but the but the girl can always hear me because I. Dom very quietly. I'm in their ear. I don't raise my voice. I don't get into any of the yelling and screaming and shit like that. It's not my MO. That's not how I get down. So everything I say, if I'm undressing a girl, it's always about them. Yeah. You look fucking amazing tonight as I'm taking their clothes off. And, you know, I like this spot right here. Touch it with my fingers. It's everything is right to them. Uh-huh. It's in the moment. It's always engaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reading. Yeah. 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 It's just kind of like repeating what's in my mind. So if I look and see some really nice curves, I let them know that I this curve right here, this is killing me right now. So uh, how did you get to that point? Because I'm sure that our listeners are going, oh my God, 
I'm never going to be able to do this Derek Pierce thing. It's, it, it, well, I think it, it, the, it is because I don't even hear people talk like this that regularly. Like, when do you hear someone speak intimately with someone else? Even on, in porn, do you get this type of dialogue? Like, are you I sharing can. that? Cam doesn't really watch a lot of porn. I, I also don't watch a lot of porn. I, I will whisper things in the girl's ear all the time. But is that caught on camera? And It might be. But I've, I don't think it's written I've into said, a script or anything. No, it's not. Well, sometimes it is, but then it's for a particular reason. But uh-huh. I've said to girls, I don't give a fuck about that camera. I am fucking the shit out of you from me right now. So do the girls always come with you or just half the time or none of the time? Or? Oh, you mean like on camera? I don't yeah. know. I buy the bullshit. I don't know. You I buy, buy the, the bullshit. bullshit. Like, you I'm buy in the, the market for a used them? car and they're selling. I'm buying it. <laughs> I'm all for it. Would you Do come? You, Sounds good to me. It's amazing to me, though. Like, you're very, very knowledgeable. I've interviewed some porn stars, very famous ones, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, didn't really understand the whole uh, vagina anatomy. I mean, didn't understand like, oh, I don't, I don't really come just on vaginal penetration. I'm like, yeah, right. honey, most women don't. Right. Um, I'd like to think that they can listen if there's a way for me to help a woman achieve orgasm when we're working together then I'm all for it but if you know the the, the scene we're shooting is not for us it's for an end user right right you know what I mean so once again I wasn't making up the chain mail on a rock in a ravine uh, I don't think anybody was coming that day like you know what I mean it's, it's, well let, let's talk about that though what do you think porn is doing to young men in terms of ed- educating them or women? Well, yeah, exactly. Because I I've, think, I've had the yeah. after effects of that. Yeah. I don't think porn is doing anything. I think it's the availability of everything in regards to social media and how everything is, is sexualized as a general notion. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's an onslaught of visual and verbal activities, you know, auditory activities that's constant. Now, well, let's just focus on porn because that's your forte at this point. Well, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Is yeah, that social I, I, media I yeah. is the medium now as to where when I first started watching porn, it was like on fucking VHS tape. Yeah, and I know. You know what I mean? And you had to pop the tape in and then later yeah. on it was on DVD. I had to make an appointment to do that. Mm. Now it's like, I got five minutes and then you pick up your phone and then, you know, it's on. Yeah. And, and the onslaught is there. The biggest accounts on Instagram on the whole, are sex and fitness, mm. which are at this point relatively interchangeable. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so when I, I would say that sometimes people use the argument, and I think you sometimes say porn is is not for educational purposes because it's not meant. It's for, entertainment. It's more of entertainment. It's not like you you're not going to yeah, learn how to pleasure someone through porn. No, because it it, you usually you get lucky. Like if you happen yeah. to see some shit and it makes <laughs> sense and it pans out for you. But yes, I agree 100%. Yeah, like if, if you had a young, uh, if you had a son and he's watching porn in seventh grade and he sees, you know, some woman getting a baseball bat stuck up her vagina, you know. I really hope he's not going to have an aluminum bat of some girl's pussy you, at home. Yeah, you use that fucking. I made that up. I know. Where did you come up with this idea? I don't idea? know. I'm that, trying to think I'm of sure something. I'm sure it exists. I'm sure it You went into porn with an aluminum bat or a bat of any I didn't know variety. about it. I didn't know if it was wood no, or aluminum. No, but I guarantee it. It's there. It's yeah, not a, yeah, yeah. It's not a matter of if I wonder. It's just a matter it of where. It is hundred percent there. Just look yeah. up bat yeah. going up vagina, and you'll have a whole I'm slew sure on porn there's a whole or whatever. Bunch of them. All right. So anyway, you you wouldn't sh- you wouldn't sit the kid down and say this is how you have sex. I, I I I think that you would learn how to eat pussy from watching porn the same way you would learn how to shoot watching an action movie. You have no clue. Basically, <laughs> you know that maybe the what it, the outline of what it should look like, and that's about it. So, do you want to take a quick... Okay. No, I just needed... I kept coughing. Okay. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I think that, that they're not interchangeable. They're done for activity. I was watching a performer 
on Twitter the other day and I was watching him fuck and I had seen a couple of his clips because um, I follow some of the girls that he works with and I noticed he fucks the same in every fucking clip. Oh, interesting. He fucks the same. He does the same. Same it's the same fucking speed. It's the same cadence. It's the same um, overzealous, you know, uh, <gasps> oh. hundred meter sprint activity. It never ca- the cadence never changes. Oh wow! And I'm like, dude, you bang every bitch the same. Like it's not you. Do you he's have- a Euro guy, and they they have a tendency to all fuck the same. And it's like, so, wait, European guys all fuck the same. Well, on camera. On camera. Yeah, is that because of the, the direction? The same. Yeah, it's probably because of the way they were raised in the business. Let, let, let's talk a little bit about differences in, in the porn in different cultures. Is there any kind of thing that you've noticed besides that? No. I mean, like, so like Manuel here, Manuel is, is a, a very central performer for a guy. He changes it up with one girl versus the next girl. He's very into the moment. Nacho is another one who also is extremely gifted at doing things like that. But most of the Euro guys, I'm like, yeah, you're good at doing what you do, but you're good from a from a mechanical standpoint. You know what I mean? You get up, get in, you, you fuck hard, and you come. Like, that's... That's it. You're getting the job done. It's, I don't find any extra connection or I'm not like, whoa, that was hot. You know, unless I want to see a girl get nailed to the wall and then they're good for that. But if I want to see a connection, I'm not watching that. Do you do you see a lot of Asian American performers? No. The only one I ever knew of was Kenny Styles. Why Why aren't there any? Their dicks are too small. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I've, that's not factual. <laughs> It's it has nothing to do with anything factual. I'm making a general Wait, assumption. All right, all right, Wait, let, we let, should hold on. I should, I just want to let our listeners know at the end of this podcast, yeah. we're going to play a trailer to another podcast that just joined our Pleasure Podcast Collective. Uh-huh. That's so it's phenomenal. It's all about this guy, this Indian guy, uh, coming and trying to be a porn star uh-huh. in Hollywood, and like what that journey looks like for him. It's a it's a scripted comedy, right. but it's hilarious and. I mean, this is amazing that you're you're uh, well, qualifying I, this by saying, yeah, you don't, you've no never idea. seen one. I'd like to talk about the dick size thing again because so many men still are like sending me pictures and can you rate my dick and how important <laughs> is this? And porn stars give the impression that everyone needs to have an eight inch or above dick, and that's you know, uh, um, to me that's like a little too large altogether. But uh-huh. what are your what are your thoughts on that? Well, last time I had an eight inch dick, I no. Um, <laughs> I, it's all relative. If you see a guy like James Dean or somebody like that, their dick looks really, really big. He's also like five seven and one hundred and fifty pounds. You know, he's, he's a little so, guy. I'm six feet tall and two twenty five. So it's proportional. You know what I mean? Thing. So the same dick on him looks uh-huh. very different on me, and yeah. vice versa. But again, from all the women that you've had sex with, I'm guessing thousands. I don't know. I, all right. Uh, are you asking me how many girls I've had? I don't know the exact number. It was probably like five or six hundred before porn. Before porn? Holy fuck. Yeah. Same as Cam. I'm a big fucking whore. <laughs> I'm a big fucking you, whore? It, yeah. Were you concerned at all about diseases or pregnancies or anything like that? Or herpes? Uh, I was concerned about it. <laughs> and then I got over it. <laughs> I guess I guess uh, race car drivers are concerned about crashing until they're driving. Yeah. And then they don't really think about it too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what have the women the said in terms, in terms of penis size have, have mm. the, any of the porn women I, have know, any so he, preferences he, or here's any the deal. I throw think you out I'm, of bed type of thing i think i'm normal for porn mm-hmm. 
um, and above average for not doing porn. Mm-hmm. And what happens is when Can I do get porn... specifics, by the way? Are you willing to talk a little about... Uh, yeah, because well, we got a clone of Willie here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, like sizes? I'm, yeah. I, I, I don't... It depends on how brave I want to be measuring far back from. Yes, like, you know that's I mean? true. If I measure from my ass, I'm 10 inches long. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know this what I mean? This is so true. Guys, from the top can... angle, it's like, I'm like, oh, no, this is not good. But yeah. the bottom side, I'm like, all right, yeah. we're, I'm, I'm around average, you yeah. know? Um, it, it's it's all relative. I think I'm right in that seven and a half range, seven, oh, seven shit. and a half right there. Oh, shit. Um, well, <laughs> this is, that's, that's, for, for porn, that's very normal. Did yeah. you know that growing up that you had an above average size penis? Not really, but I've always been a bigger kid. Like, so, the, you know, you're kind of like measuring as in relation to the rest of you. So you have no concept of sizes because I, of... You know, I don't know. I had you. a basketball player once. He had to be like six four, and he had a dicks like two inches. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I go to the I Korean don't... spa. Yeah, you see dicks everywhere there. I mean, there. And by the way, I've seen Asian guys with huge dicks. Yeah, and I'm it, sure they exist. But it has no like there are small guys with massive dicks, big or there's huge no guys with tiny dicks. Yeah. I don't believe it. It's unbelievable. And then there's it's the such growing a hilarious... showing thing. Yeah, it's a hilarious thing. It's like you think that the appendage would be in proportion to the rest of the body, like the fact that your arm would is similar to the rest of your body. Right. This right. thing is just random as fuck. Yeah, it is. I it's very random. Yeah. But um, what do the females say? In porn, they're like, I love fucking with you because your dick is perfect. Ah. And oh. I'm cool with that. So whatever that <laughs> cool. means. People tell me whatever, I'm perfect dick. Yeah. Whatever that means. You wouldn't to that rather girl, have them say you have a shitty dick. <laughs> well, but you know, like if it's too big or something yeah. like that. So whatever it means to that girl, I'm cool with it. If that's how you want to compliment me and call it perfect, that means I'm. So if a girl asked me, if a new girl <laughs> asked me, like, how big is your dick? And I'm like, it's just right. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, just right for whatever we're trying to do. Oh, think, yeah. my middle name is Mr. Perfect. Okay, I'm perfect for whatever we're trying to do. <laughs> oh my god! I think we need to wrap it up and move <laughs> to the Patreon bonus episode. Okay. So, okay, here's the deal. I want to I want to keep asking you questions yeah. about porn. I want to hear more tips on eating pussy. Oh, we didn't even okay. get to that. Part, and right? uh, so that will be on our Patreon bonus episode at Patreon.com/slash Sex Talk with My Mom. That'll be in the show description of this episode. Um, before we wrap up, yeah, I want. Would you mind? telling listeners how they can find your work if they want to read this book what they how they can find it um okay yeah so the book is available on amazon you can just type in um derek pierce or you can type in uh uh bad boys guide and it'll pop up on its own bad boys guide to being a good man it's volume one i haven't released volume two yet because i just haven't and i'm a bad person um no it's hard to write a book i'm, you prou- I'm proud I that you wrote written, a book. i just haven't put but it in the format I having been in the same yeah. situation, I have to say it's an accomplishment to have, have anything finished and done. Yeah, and a book is a hard thing to write. It's and a process. Good for you for doing it. Yeah, and I'm not a writer. I just happen to write some shit. So, <laughs> well, um, if, you, if it sounds like the way you talk, it's going to be good. Well, and then also on Instagram is Derek Pierce D E W R I C K P I E R C E, and on Twitter it's at the D Pierce, and a lot of my work is now on a site called um, Adult Time. Um, which is a really cool company that's come out with this basically Netflix for porn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, gotta oh, check we that should out. bring them on as yeah, sponsors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a great call. Really good stuff. Well, thank you so much for and joining course, us pleasure. here. Yeah, this has been awesome. Thank you. Cool. And now stay tuned. We're going to play a quick trailer from our friends that are publishing a podcast coming out March 10th. It's a hilarious comedy narrative podcast called Masala Jones, all about an Indian American 
trying to break into the porn industry. We hope you guys enjoy. Thank you for coming on, Derek. My pleasure. Thank you. Hey, my name is Samar, and until a couple weeks ago, I was a pretty ordinary guy. But all that changed when I dropped out of college to try something a little bit different. Becoming the world's first Asian-American male porn star. Most people at least have the decency to star for a couple months before resorting to porn. I knew trying to make it in porn wasn't easy, but... Nobody said it was going to be this hard. Kid, that is easily the sickest shit I've heard all day, and I just came from a set of My Asshole is Your Playground Volume 3. Like I said, my name is Samar, but you can call me Masala Jones. Masala Jones is an original scripted comedy coming soon to Apple Podcasts. Check out at Masala Jones Podcast on Instagram for more information. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.